What's that episode? What is the episode? Special team episode 4. episode um we watched this week good place the good place yeah which was jeremy Barry. jeremy Barry. that was yes. the name of the episode if this is the first episode you're listening to yeah. season three episode yeah. four thanks uh, for joining us yeah thank you for joining in this is the podcast where we uh watch the fourth episode of the third season um <laughs> Because it's early, it's late enough in the series to be good, early enough in the season to be understandable. Yes, yes, yeah. it should make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it should keyword. It should, should make sense. Yeah, and we're gonna talk about that a little bit after yeah. we delve into the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, do you okay? First, what do you know about the? Oh, also, we normally this is a totally out of context. Yeah. Um, so, sort of watching of a of a series of yeah. a show um and for me it is completely out of context i've never seen the good place i kind of know that i know the spoiler at the end of season one mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. speaking of spoilers this is a good point to mention that there will be spoilers for this episode there will be spoilers and yeah. in that um potentially spoilers for the show yes but uh, also accidental yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally accidental it's, spoilers. It's whatever spoilers that we're going to come across in Season 3, Episode 4 of the yes. show. Um, but I do have to give the context that I did watch all of Season 1, and I've watched a, a good amount of Season 2 okay, of okay. The Good Place, but I stopped watching it and just kind of fell off of it. And this is the first time I've returned to it in like like a year, maybe more. Wow. Uh, it's been a while since I've watched any of You don't of that know show. what happens at the end of season two. I don't know what happens at the end of season two. And then, no. And I neither do I. Great. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, um, but, like, in this, uh, uh, there were definitely surprises for me, for sure. Uh, oh, so many for me. <laughs> picked up on. Yeah. So, uh, I guess if you uh, don't want spoilers, go and watch the series until season three, episode four. Yeah. I guess. What, what would and we recommend you... people doing? I recommend you watch just the way we're watching. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the best way to follow along with this show. <laughs> What's great about this show in particular, there's yeah. a lot of like watch along podcasts and stuff. Oh, right. And I realized with our show, you don't have to care. You don't have to do any of that. You, mm-hmm. you don't have to do any of the work. No. <laughs> if you want to, you can watch the one episode we've watched. Yeah. But I think there's much less of a commitment to like diving into the characters right, right. and like. And any of that stuff. What what we're looking for is specifically how how ignorant, how far ignorant can we be? Can we know? be like, on the thing and still like understand what's going on? And a lot of times, 
not very. Not, yeah. <laughs> or, or really far ignorant. Yeah, we get yeah, really we... deeply ignorant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's really hard to understand. Uh, this is, so this series, because there's like a lot of twists and there's a lot of like, uh, or maybe not twists. I don't know. There's just like, there was a surprise for me at the very beginning of the episode, finding out that uh, all of the main characters are alive. Yes, that's that was. That, I was also surprised by that, yeah. but only because I know I did know right they were supposed to be dead. Yeah, I mean that's the yeah, conceit I of knew the show. That. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And I knew that this show is a lot about the afterlife, yes. essentially. But yeah. after having watched this episode, mm. uh, what I gather about the series is in general is it's a lot more about how you should just be living, right? Your yeah. life, dead or alive. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if we have any. Ghost listeners. Yeah, uh, ghost listeners. Yes. This, uh, this we, one's for you. <laughs> going out to all our undead <laughs> listeners out there. Oh, oh man. Um, okay, wait. Yeah, so what else was, was interesting for you? Well, should, should we do that or should we talk about the, the episode? Let's talk about the, the episode and, the like, creators. I want to hear I want to hear your reactions and all that. Oh, yeah, creators. So this, uh, this episode was directed by Treat O'Donnell um, and written by Megan Amran. Um, Megan Amram, uh, creator. We're not sure how to pronounce it. Yeah. Amram, Amram. Amram. Yeah. Uh, and then the created by Michael Schur, Mike Schur, who you may know as um, Mo's Dwight, Mo Schrute, Dwight Schrute's brother in The Office. Ah. Also a writer on The Office. Also one of the creators of Parks and Rec. Ah. Um, and. The creator of the show, yeah, of course. Of the show. And yeah. Just Mike sure has becomes like synonymous with great television. Mm-hmm. It's a, it was like a twenty-five minute episode, right? Twenty-two. It was like one of those half-hour. Oh, it was shows. very quick. Yeah. So we watched yes. a lot of like like forty-minute, you know, hour-long shows recently. That it was nice. It was so yeah. fast, and it was just jokes. It was like nonstop jokes. I would there. There's a comparison I have in the grand scheme of. Season three, episode four. Yeah, but I'm gonna wait till we yeah, dive yeah. into. Yeah, let's wait. Let's yeah, wait let's... until we get into this. So the the episode's called Jeremy Bear Me. Eleanor and the gang make their way through the three main branches of ethical thought after discovering the truth about their history with Michael and Janet, mm-hmm. which is fun because we get to follow like four different storylines in yeah. the episode, and and I guess you have uh, Janet and Michael who are just sort of like overseeing. And trying the whole time, just trying to figure out how they can fix this. Right, mess. right. And I don't know why they're trying to figure that out. I don't know why. Because they're they're so invested. So the episode starts. With, they they do like a flashback to the end of. It seems like a flashback to the end of the last episode. Is that am I wrong? Yeah, I think it's like where the last episode left off. Yeah. Like it was a cliffhanger or something. This show do does this show? Oh yes, you all remember Oz. Yeah, featuring Oz. Um, Oz is Adam's puppy. Yeah. <laughs> He's a grown puppy. He's uh, 13, 14? 12. 12. 12 years old. He's so clickety-clacketing <laughs> along the floor, walking and around. Also, Leslie is here, who you might remember from the Brian, little bit of Brian and Laurie episode. Yeah. She's, she looks great. She's got this, like, Pharrell hat oh, on. Sweet I'll take a picture for posterity. <laughs> um, First day of school. Picture. Oh. oh, she looks great. She does look great. Thanks. She looks yeah. really good. They're not guests on this episode. No. Oz is actually always an unintentional guest. Yeah, he's a co-host, yes. basically. Um, and, you know, if you... We'll, we'll, we'll tell you how to find him later online. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You're going to want to find him later, You're going to want to look for Oz. He's the real star of this he show. He really is. He, we could not do it without him. 
Where were we? We were talking about. <laughs> this it's a, a flashback. Yes. Right. So I, set the yeah, scene it's for this yeah, it's the. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's a flashback. I think it's just like the. Um, uh, the end of the last episode. Yeah. You're starting off where it ended. Yeah. And starting it's, off. Clip-hand. Okay. First, we Picking gotta get into clip-hand. who's in it, right? We mm-hmm. got Ted Danson. Ted Danson as uh, Michael the demon. The demon. Who mm-hmm. I okay. So I wouldn't. You I didn't, didn't know, know that. that. Yeah. I'm was very confused about that. Yeah. 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 Uh, Janet. Janet. No. No last name. She's yep, one name. Just Janet. Janet. Yep. Cheaty. Yep. Right? So Janet is played by Darcy Carden. Darcy Carden. Or Darcy Carden. We've got Cheaty, played by William Jackson Harper. And we've got Tahani Al-Jamil, played by Jamila Jamil. Mm-hmm. We've got Manny Jacinto, who plays... J- no. Manny Jacinto is the character? No. Okay, Jason Mendoza is the character. Jason Mendoza is Played the by Manny Jacinto. Yeah. And then, uh, of course... Kristen Bell playing Eleanor mm-hmm. Shellstrop. Mm-hmm. Kristen Bell, by the way. Kristen Bell. I love her. I love her as well. So much. She and was... I love her relationship with Dak Shepard, oh, her husband. Yeah. yeah, they're great. So I definitely gotta cute. admit I had a crush on her when I was watching um uh, when I was in high school watching Veronica Mars. <laughs> yes. I was like famously she's Veronica Mars. She's Veronica Mars and I was like in love with Kristen Bell. Who wasn't? Yeah, honestly, that's I'm in that's love with fair. her now, and yeah. I, I would. She's wonderful. She mm-hmm. seems like a very sweet mm-hmm. lady. Um, so, so they, they all. It's, it's, Chidi, Eleanor, uh, Jason, Jason, and, and Tahani mm-hmm. walk in. They've busted. Uh, oh gosh, the demon's name? Yeah, uh, Michael. Michael and Janet. Mm-hmm. They, they've opened some doorway, yeah. and there's like groovy, yeah. rainbowy, flowing. Like door Lights. of time sort of thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure where this doorway leads exactly. Well, I think it leads to the uh, uh, afterlife. Afterlife or whatever. Yeah, yes. a, doorway, a doorway to another dimension, basically. And and Michael and Janet are like trying to walk this scenario back. Yeah, they're trying they're... to not tell. Yeah. Eleanor and the group like what's going on. Yeah, and yeah, and, yeah. and Eleanor and the group are like, what is that? And they're like, what are you talking about? Yep. And they're like, no, you need to explain this. Yeah, and so they come now. up, they come up with some excuse. It's very funny. They're FBI, and then they, <laughs> then they realize they can't they keep that up. They dressed very well. They're very well, right? I don't know why. I think it's because they're from the afterlife, and so they have that. Maybe I don't. And know. it's don't it's know out of con- they're in like a champagne room yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And they're all together. I don't know why all of the main characters are together. Um, because they didn't know each other in life, but I guess somehow it, they brought them all together. all together. Michael and Janet brought them together, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and they all all of the characters, Eleanor and the group, know Michael and Janet as different other like yeah yeah they've been like people? pretending to be people in their lives probably to bring them all together. So so they find out the uh, then like they can't keep up the facade. It goes on for two minutes. It's fun. And then they find out, they find out, oh wait, they get explained essentially all of the past plot, but the show doesn't show that explanation. Oh. So anyone coming in. I had um, no idea what yeah, was going for, on. There's that moment where like there's a time jump and everyone's like, oh, this is what happened. That moment is when Michael explains everything. Everything that had happened to them in hell, basically. Okay, yes, yes, And, yes, yes, and yes, they yes. realize that uh, apparently they are... Um, that they were in hell together and that they are always going to go to hell yeah. no matter Michael, what they do in life. Tr- I guess so how I took it is that Michael and Janet came up with this harebrained scheme yeah. where they brought them back to life yeah. and they were trying to get them to be good people so that they 
could gain points yeah. and, and go and, to the good place yes. instead of the bad place. Right. Um, which are the uh, archetypes of heaven and hell in exactly. this show. Yeah. And that now that they found out that the afterlife exists, there's no that this is all null and void because they're forever going to be tainted with the idea that they need to be good so that they can get into the good place. Mm-hmm. And that inherently means that what they're only being good self for selfish reasons. Yeah. Where where before they were trying to get them to be good and they were getting points, and it was it was selfless or, or quote unquote it wasn't. So that they could get into a place. Yeah. They were doing it for themselves, I guess. Yes. Which is an interesting <laughs> theory and idea. I think it's, <laughs> they're just playing with um, the... Uh, like, the whole show is exercises in moral philosophy. Uh, so Janet is a... Um, like a... Afterlife artificial intelligence ah. that has all the knowledge in the universe. Oh man, that's and cool. She's just like a person. Too. She's like an But orc. she's she was like she was like basically a robot in season one, and then like became more and more human as she's like <laughs> developing more, and she's like has a relationship with Michael, not like a romantic. They seem like oh, I I actually put that they seem like the best best friends. They are best friends, yes. yeah. And Michael was a demon. He was the one who set them up in the good place, which was a fake bad. It was a fake yeah. good place. Made it was to torture actually. Them. Um, but then he, then they all became like friends. Friends. Basically. They became friends with a demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the wholesome story you never knew you needed. <laughs> and he, he realizes he can change too, and so I like everyone, everyone explores morality in this show. And so okay. we got to see like uh, in this episode, Eleanor like like tries like decides after finding out she's yeah. guaranteed to go to hell, she's they like, I'm just to gonna live my this- own life. They yeah. all take the information, yeah, and and they all go on their separate merry ways, yeah, and they it shows how they react differently, to right, it, right, right, different yeah, ways so. to react to it. So Eleanor is a uh, she, so she decides, oh, I'm gonna um, make my own universe with my own laws, and, and yes, and she's gonna uh, she's just going to uh, act on to benefit herself, and then she like is faced with a moral dilemma of taking money from a wallet or bring it, finding the person whose wallet it belongs she to. She can't them. bring herself to take she the money. Take she the she money. goes to a bar and yeah. she says, and, and they offer free margaritas yeah. on on, birth, on your birthday. Yeah. And she lies, says it's her birthday. And the guy's like, what? oh, can I see some ID? And yeah. she's like, look, pal, give me a free margarita. It's just, like, believe me. And he's like, well, if I do that, I have to give everyone a free margarita without taking their ID. She's like, no, you don't. You just have to do it for me. Because it's my birthday. <sighs> And then, so the guy is like, I don't want to argue with this lady. Yeah, yeah. Gets her a free margarita. Yeah. She finds a wallet. Yeah. She's really upset that she can't steal the money. Yeah, she and can't she, bring herself to steal it. Yeah, she, so she follows, like, the moral code yeah, that like she the, has in her head. The, the idea that if you find someone's lost wallet, you have to return it to them. So yes. she's like, oh, I have to do this good thing. She, like, goes to his address where there is a different person living there. And they're like, hey, uh, can you bring some mail to him? And she's like, yeah, oh anything God. else? And, right? Yeah, anything else. <laughs> and then so she ends up finding the guy, brings him the... Uh, the mail and the mail a and bunch of his like junk. Lamps, like multiple a, a lamps. Plant, yeah, like, a plant. It's weird that all the, that, that lady kept all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. and kept it... It's it's seemingly in good condition. Like yeah. she did care. Like it was also it also really felt like the these various items were kept in her house 
just around. Like she was using it. Yeah, them. they weren't in a box or anything like that. <laughs> they were they were just very it's nice. It's just a weird plot point. Yeah, it was yeah. funny. It's just, it just jokes, I think. I think it was just jokes. Yeah. So Eleanor finds the guy, gives him his wallet, and he's like looking through the wallet. She's like, I didn't take any of the cash. I wouldn't do that. And he's like, no, I'm not worried about that. And then he pulls out a drawing that his kid oh made. Oh, my God. His um, good luck drawing. His good I luck drawing. I wrote something about it. And then Eleanor is like, oh, uh, that makes like that makes her cry. It makes oh. her feel good. <laughs> I What I wrote when I saw that, it was such a reaction. I wrote, shut the fuck up, mm-hmm. wallet picture. Yeah. It was so, like, it was so touching. Yeah. Be, and the build-up to it, okay, she gets in this cab. She's going to take this guy's wallet, go to the airport. She goes to the guy's house. He's not fucking there. Mm-hmm. Somebody else lives there. She has to get all this crap. She gets back in the cab. Turns out the address she gives the guy is, like, is it right, right next, next to the bar. Yeah, to the bar. This, she's so upset with herself for, for still following through on this. Mm-hmm. Like, she hates that she has... To follow these rules that yeah. she somehow that she's self-imposing on yeah, herself. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's the the idea of morality where you are you doesn't matter how you feel about it. You yeah. just obey. It's like utilitarian. Like, yeah, something like that. Uh, um, the, Ch- explains it all. Chidi explains it all at the very right. end. Um, and uh, it's it's a it's like a funny series of events, yeah. and it's so interlaced with all the other things going on yeah. too. Um, I, it's it's so quick, so and the, quick. And the this jokes are so layered. The di- Lay, yeah. A lot of the jokes are the dialogue. The like, I would recommend watching this, just because the dialogue is so. It's dense. It's oh rich. Every it's, character <laughs> is making jokes. Basically. Every line is hilarious. Yeah. Every single line. Yeah. Slaps, yeah. yo. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so that's her thing. And then. Uh, uh, Jason and Tahani, they Tahani decides, oh, let's just give money away because without having yes. any like, she's trying to be virtuous. Yeah, she's trying to be absolutely virtuous. Um, and and they find that or like yeah, so they both like find a way to be absolutely virtuous. And then Jason's like, you know, instead of giving money to the Guggenheim or wherever, the, the Sydney Opera House. Sydney because Opera House. For oh, because they're in Australia. And I don't know why they're I have in Australia. I have no idea why they're in Australia. <laughs> How did they get there? I what don't are they, know. What They're is going on? They're just in Australia, which is fun and funny. So Sydney Opera House, <laughs> they're going to give money to them. And then Jason's like, oh, we can also give money just to people. Yeah. And so they go around just giving stacks of cash to people. And one of the people is is the writer of the show yeah, it, yeah. as a violinist. Yeah, so that's fun. I'm sorry, a chin guitarist. Chin guitarist, <laughs> as, that's it. Which is another just like quick, fun line yeah, of dialogue yeah. that this show is like... Without the dialogue, you, you're not carried through as, as fast. Right. You're not as interested. Right. This show, like, depends on the dialogue, Absolutely. I think. And all the dialogue is the character. Like, all, the characters are the dialogue. But, like, oh there's so God. much of, like, yes. <laughs> them shining through, too. And then, so, then they, then Jason is like, you know, at one point in my life, this money would have changed my life. I could have, like, uh, I could have paid my rent. I could have gone to a normal doctor instead of pretending I was a big dog oh, and go God. to the vet. Um, and she's like, okay, I'll just give all my money to him. And so they get married so that she can give his, her money to him. Yeah. Because um, the banker, like when they go see him is yeah. so judgmental and he yeah. says something like our bank has a policy that we're, we can't, we, if we, we don't even let Floridians in. No, they say it's, like we, our bank has a policy where we have to close if anyone from Florida comes into it. Yeah. <laughs> no. What the, he's being very lenient and, but, and he's like, he calls out the fact that um, what's his character? Jason. Jason. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> doesn't even can't even follow the one lollipop per person policy. Yeah. And I'm like, why do you even have? First of all, lollipops. Like, why are you being so judgmental about yeah. him wanting more than one lollipop? Yeah. Although to be fair. Jason was eating a lot of a lot lollipops. of lollipops. It was like also, they were like more than a normal they were adult like, person. They were like blow pops too. They were like the like bubble gum inside. Mm, the kind best of, kind of yeah. Bubble. But uh, do they have those in Australia? Oh, I don't even know. Also, okay, lots of lolli- lollipops <laughs> at a bank is totally. Uh, lollipops are always at a That's bank. That's the thing. Yeah, there's I always lollipops. They were always at, at a doctor's office. No, they're always at Seems a dentist's office. Those are the sugar-free ones. That's I have. True. I've only. They have them at banks. Chase, huh. you go to Chase Bank. I don't you go, go to in Chase there. Bank. You go next to the ATM. There's a little bowl there well, with spoiler a Spoiler alert, of... I bank online. Hey. There's no lollipops at my bank. Oh, they're going to steal your identity now. Oh, no. <laughs> they don't know who I bank with. <laughs> they don't know. Um, but uh, I, I also, before, every single scene with Tahani and yeah. Jason, yeah. I was just like, these two are... So dumb. Yeah, yeah. And they just feed off of that dumb energy, and it's beautiful it's to beautiful. watch. It's like watching a Greek tragedy yeah, play out. Yeah, It's Shakespearean. Yeah. How, how these two, like, are leveling each other up, and, like, somehow they advance in their life. They have... I'm not surprised that they're actually dead, mm-hmm. but I am a little surprised that they both end up going to hell. They're, like... <laughs> they're so ignorant and stupid. Yeah. Look at their pure, sweet little cinnamon rolls. Yeah, it's not fair. I think we've seen though, like at this point, season three, episode four, the characters all have had enough growing. This is what context brings you. you yes, know? <laughs> yes, with, you, you, you know why. Watching they're... watching this episode, you're like, I have no idea why these people were in hell. They just seem so sweet but dumb. Yeah, and, and like yes. the first season is them a lot more self-serving, and they've grown into the sweet dummies that they are. Ah, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, they've but grown... then he also says that they're going to end up in hell. Yeah, here. they're going. Even to though end he up brought them back to life, I don't understand. I don't know. I'm assuming he brought them back to life. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yet another example of where I don't know what's going on at all this yeah. episode. Yeah, so that so that's one of. That's one arc. Then one we have arc, Chidi. Chidi's arc, which was my favorite arc, of where he he <laughs> finds out he finds out that it's meaningless, and so he embraces nihilism. He goes out. He's like some guy asks him if he wants to meet God, and then he like quotes Nietzsche. Yeah. Uh, about he says God, God is, is dead. dead. Yeah. And we killed him. And then like the guy's like, oh, it's just gonna sell you drugs, and runs off. And then Chidi like takes his like sprinklers, like hit him. Like, yeah. just turn on and the grass hit him. He takes his shirt off. Then he goes to the grocery store. Shirtless. Starts shirtless. Starts, like, piling a grocery cart full of beans and peeps. Um, <laughs> and then... The makings for a classic American chili. Classic chili. <laughs> and then uh, they tell him at the grocery store that he needs a shirt. And so he just picks one up and puts it on. Yep. And, and I don't even remember what it said. Something about wine. Yeah. It's like a... It's definitely... A middle-aged, like, wine mom's mm-hmm. t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Also, when he took off his shirt, Lisa said, that's not fair. Because of his, like, He's stuck. He is totally Holy cut. crap. He's wearing the nerdiest outfit, yeah. and you cannot see. He He's basically the, amorphous He's blob. the nerdiest guy. He's so nerdy. Oh and then he, he takes his shirt so off. He's, hot. like, <laughs> cut as fuck. I but, was like, what then, the fuck? 
fuck is it this? It doesn't change any of his behavior, too, because he still behaves so, like... He doesn't, yeah. yeah he funny. might as well not have a body. He's yeah, just like yeah, a robot yeah. in a hot man's body. Yeah, basically. <laughs> which, which I love, because right. we shouldn't be objectifying people. Absolutely. We should not. Absolutely. But I did, and the show did, when he took off his shirt and he was gorgeous. And being sprayed with water. <laughs> and just being a total normal human, which, human. by the way, yeah. like, even attractive people are just normal people. That's like, true. So, That's true. I think that show addresses this. Just easier to look at normal people. <laughs> <laughs> easier to look at? What easy, do you mean? It's not easy difficult. Easy on the eyes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Easy. That's, that's, that's reversing the whole people yeah, should yes. be objectified. Uh, easy on the eyes. Yeah, that saying, I guess, is antiquated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all about objectification. Um, but, so, uh, so, so he, like, then, uh, he's a teacher at a university. Which I found out in this episode. He's making chili, and um, and then, like, the students ask he's him, are you going to teach us anything? the world's worst chili. Terrible chili. It's chili with... Uh, an abominable, abominable, abominable snowman. Yeah. An abominable. It's it's. There's peeps in it. There's, there's the sugary little marshmallow yeah, marshmallows, bird things in there. And there's an insane amount of them in this chili. Yeah, yeah. It's not right. Yeah. It's but terrible, he bad, eats evil somehow. Chili. I don't know how he. Fifty. Eats. Did they do a cut scene? And I do. I didn't see him eat any. I didn't any see. Of it. I just saw either. this full pot, and then someone said you ate ten pounds of chili. Um, he must have, I think there was a cutscene be, before Eleanor comes back in. No, 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 no. I don't no? know. I don't know. He may have. Teaches the, the class the, the ways that... The, yeah, the philosophical um, ideas, right? Of, of what to deal with life, the meaning of life, yes. basically. Uh, why, why you live and how you live, why you make your own rules and stuff. And so he goes through the different uh, storylines like, story and... that the others have made. All the while, uh, Michael and uh, Janet, they decide they're just going to write all of their experiences down, give them to the future generations so that someone else can maybe do right what they failed to do right. Yeah, um, that's a very so, interesting yeah. conclusion for the show that, that everyone, well, not everyone, Janet and, and Michael seem to come to that conclusion. And I think mm -hmm. Eleanor kind of comes to a similar conclusion. Mm -hmm. That, and it makes the ending like very cohesive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so they, yeah. So he he says what you should embrace is nihilism. That's what he does. Yes. Um, and then Eleanor finds him, and they all come together. And Eleanor's like, we should just do good for good's sake, just because we may go to hell. That's not going to change no matter what we do. So yes. we should have people that we care about. We should make their lives better. And we, we should, should try and get try and make it so they can go to the good place. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Which is essentially kind of. What J Janet and I keep call wanting to call him Ted. Yeah, uh, Michael. Michael. Oh God, I loved. By the way, I yeah. love Cheers. <laughs> and um, Ted Danson. Ted Danson is on Cheers, and he's absolutely amazing on Cheers and in this episode. He's mm -hmm. like play he's great at playing this like bumbling character. Great. He's so great. Charming. Yeah. Effortless. Effortlessly charming, even Effortless. though he has no business. Yeah. Like his characters. On Cheers is not a good character. He's and a bad guy in this show. He's <laughs> literally a demon. Anyway, so the episode ends with them deciding that they're going to do good with each other. It's very simple. Like, oh, but oh, no, 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 there's a whole other big thing that happens that I have no clue what's going on. Oh. That, okay, so T Tahani yeah, and, and Jason, Jason get married yeah. and buy tacos. And then the episode ends with, I think, Tahani's... Boyf? 
boyf, yeah. fiance, future yeah. man, partner, yeah. uh, comes in and is like, okay, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Let's get on this plane. Yeah. And I, I have no idea who this guy is. I don't know who he I is. I don't know if they were married yeah. before. No. I don't know what. And then Eleanor's like, go ahead, the camera's rolling, Tahani. She's <laughs> like, like videotaping. Yeah. I don't know why. IDK. I think it's next episode. I think it's a little flavor for next episode. So what do you think about this episode as a season three, episode four of a show? Oh, we we even missed the whole the whole eponymous moment of the show, the 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 um, Jeremy Barry, which is like oh yes, memes now. like like this is one of the big like this is one of the big like jokes uh, of this episode that people remember, um, even though it's like it's kind of forgotten about afterwards. But uh, yes, uh, within the episode, they ask about time, and there's this joke that like time in. Uh, the mortal world is linear, and yes. then time in the afterlife is all squiggly and stuff. And if you <laughs> if you write it out, it looks like a cursive Jeremy Baramy. Jeremy a curse cursive signature of Jeremy Baramy. Which, but very specific, a very specific kind of cursive yeah, that yeah, yeah. Ted Danson as a demon somehow can accurately yeah, recreate yeah. Just entirely perfectly <laughs> write out. Yeah. Um, and and then there's a dotted eye mm-hmm. that they explain, and Chidi walks over and is like, "What's this little yeah, guy?" What and, is the eye? It's not God. connected to any other time. It's not. And and he's like, "How do I explain this succinctly?" It is Tuesdays, and also June. July or, or July. June. I don't know. One of those. One months. of those two. And then and then Janet is like, "It's also sometimes never." It's never when nothing happens yeah or it's, something. it's <laughs> the moments where nothing never happens yes yeah which doesn't make any sense no sense and yeah. chidi also when he was saying that yeah. the whole time he's he draws jeremy bear me yeah he's explaining it he turns around and i see jeremy bear me in all this cursive glory <laughs> yeah. on the page yeah this big page he had like somehow he got a giant notebook or something mm-hmm. and drew yeah, it out. Just some and i look it. at it and i'm screaming at the tv yeah. no <laughs> no I can't even, I can't even function with how insane it sounds. Mm-hmm. Who came up with this? Yeah. It's infuriating. Yeah. And Chidi walks up and asks about never, and I'm in my head just like, no! <laughs> and Chidi's like, that broke me. And I was like, relatable. Yeah. Relatable. Yeah. I'm bro- this doesn't, it's none of so, this is right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so infuriating. Dumb. It's so dumb. It's so good. It's such a... <laughs> Such a like unique and like not. It's a unique nonsense joke that uh, just makes fun of. Makes fun of all. Yeah, about explaining any rules, which I I love and appreciate Mm -hmm. a show that just doesn't give up. Yeah, it it makes like those moments in Fringe where they explain like nonsense things to you, and it's supposed to make sense. It makes it that <laughs> moment, except it's just a delight. The whole it's, thing is it's delightful. It's a breath of fresh air yeah. because it doesn't. It doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to, to make for sense for any of the rest of the story to at all to yeah. matter. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. It doesn't Which have to make really sense, nice. and you could just enjoy that. I didn't have to a, wrap my head around it because nope. it was like, oh, this isn't ever gonna make sense. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you you just embrace the fact that it doesn't make sense. Ah, you know, beautiful. You just picture time chaos. as a Jeremy Jeremy. <laughs> it's great. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the season three, episode four, the third, the fourth episode of the third season. A lot of it's happened in this season. It's or in this show. Yeah, right. Like you could feel that. Um, Yo, yeah, the knowing. characters is like Michael and Janet really care and are invested in yeah. in in this group 
and obviously they want what's best for them mm-hmm. and it, which i find really interesting because they're like enigmatic parental figures yeah. letting their teenage children run around and yeah. make their own mistakes when they absolutely shouldn't they're uh-huh. also like going around behind them trying to fix them all it seems like yeah what I, I wish we could really get into this podcast is all the tiny little jokes. Yeah. That, that and, and you're really, you're missing out if you don't watch this episode. You so could good. not watch any of the other episodes, but this one you've got to watch because oh. they're like, I mean, am I wrong? Yes. You should watch all the episodes, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I okay. think if you really, like, if you like this episode that much, you should watch all the episodes because they're all like No, I this. meant, like, all the episodes of that... Of oh, the that podcast we, that we've recorded. That we yes. record. Yeah, if you, you don't, don't have watch, to watch any of the other episodes yeah. of the podcast we've recorded, watch this one. Yes. It's so much fun. It's you so can find dense. it on Netflix. And it's just it's short. Oh, yeah. the pacing for this one yeah. I thought was a lot like West Wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just quick dialogue. Very quick. That, but in this one we can follow it sort of. Uh huh. And you're laughing. I was laughing out loud yeah, the whole yeah. time. Whole time. And it was obnoxious. <laughs> and and. Yeah, it, like the dialogue drives the story mm-hmm. and drives the jokes home. It makes I don't know, the whole thing watchable. In yeah. West Wing, I'm watching the dialogue and it's driving the story, but yeah. I don't know. I'm like yeah, confused. You're, tr- you're just trying, you're grasping at whatever you can. In that. I guess I was confused in this one too. Yeah, yeah almost yeah. the entire time. Yeah, but like the jokes are so fun and so like, uh, like easy to grab onto. They're like. The jokes are so accessible yes. that like you don't need all of the context of the show before in order to enjoy oh this, at all like, yeah these like crazy conceptual conceptual like ideas yeah I would watch this show again I probably will start watching it just based on this episode hell yeah so good is that good um, awesome and wow. which I also thought was interesting about West Wing is they're just, like driving this intelligent intellectual conversation mm-hmm. and that's what's pulling me and it's like well i wish i understood that oh they're saying another thing that like all these characters are doing something incredibly intelligent you know and i'm like oh what's i'm intrigued and i want to be smart too yeah and this one it's like no these characters are the worst versions of themselves yeah or no well yeah 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 they're 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 very easily swayed to do selfish things yeah, yeah yes and eleanor i thought was interesting as a character because she she like wants to do what's best for her. She wants to do. She she doesn't have a filter. She says yeah. the wrong thing. Yeah. She's just like kind of insensitive. Yes. Yeah. But I don't think that's a crime necessarily. Yeah. Like it just shows she's just a very misguided person. Mm-hmm. I actually care about her a lot as a character watching her, and I think a lot of that is that she speaks what she thinks out loud. Mm-hmm. Like she's very, which I think is where the humor comes from mm-hmm. with her. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, yeah, she's you, no we concept. Could, we could spend so much time talking about each individual character, how well they're written, how yeah. like how the jokes that come from them are entirely based on their characterization and their character growth and all that kind of stuff. It's a very good show. It's a very good show. Watch The Good Place them. on NBC. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or on Netflix now. Or on Netflix, yes. <laughs> if you can. This is um, not an advertisement for either of those <laughs> companies. Right, right. I think... All the I don't I I can't speak for all of the episodes of this show, but I yes. feel like uh, this was accessible enough, and it was like 
Uh, I don't know about any big changes that happened, though. I don't know if this was setting up something. I guess the biggest change was they up. found yeah. out that they are... This is a had, big thing that happened yeah. plot-wise, yeah. probably for the entire season yeah, yeah, of yeah. three, right? Them finding out that they are... Yeah. Uh, that they had died and can't... Will always go to hell. That I guess yes. that is the... Oops. You okay? Yeah, Hit I'm his elbow good. on the table, it's folks. Fine. My elbow's fine. The mic is unhappy with me, though. That's fine. Yeah. It's Hope fine. your ears are okay, though. So sorry, folks. So the, I'm assuming the first episode establishes that it, it, something that happened at the end of season two is maybe that they're all brought back to life. Yeah, probably. And the I first imagine. episode probably establishes that they're all alive but living yeah. separate lives. Oh. I'm, I'm guessing. They, like, this they, is my guesswork. I, I think you're totally right. And I then, think you're totally right. Yeah. The end of episode one brings them all back together. Mm-hmm. Or the be- and so just for the beginning of episode two, yeah. where they're all brought back together. And it's Janet and Michael trying to figure out this scheme. They've, ha- they've, they've hairbrained together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does hairbrained mean? Hairbrained schemes. Does that mean your hair has gone into your brain? And I think it's hair, H-A-R-E. Oh, like a rabbit like got a rabbit. in your head? Yeah, like rabbit brain. Ladies and gentlemen, please write us and let us know. Yeah. <laughs> please tweet us. Let us know your theories about what hairbrained means. Tweet us. We don't have a Twitter. Uh, uh, oh, we'll get a Twitter. Yeah, we'll get a Twitter. And then this episode starts, and I assume it's a setup for like, I don't know how they're going to... I mean, it is obviously a set. Like, you yeah. know at the end of the episode what they're going to do. Next episode, yeah, for they, sure. Oh, my God. Ed, this show, like, it it's is a standalone. It's yeah. a sitcom. It's a sitcom. You can just enjoy the episode alone. <laughs> my favorite kind of TV show. As <laughs> exactly. Adam, yeah. Adam so geniusly pointed out that I had no idea <laughs> that it was my favorite kind of TV show. And I feel like the most basic human on the planet. <laughs> um, but... I'm trying to branch out, folks. I think I think you do enjoy lots of other shows. I think you do watch lots of other shows. And I don't think there's anything wrong with a sitcom being your favorite kind of show. It's yeah. it is a form of entertainment that you just take in. You know, like people could feel bad for only watching sci-fi things, and, and you shouldn't. And you shouldn't. You feel I feel bad oh, for liking me, what you like. Hear it from me now. You shouldn't. <laughs> Uh, Is yeah, that like your favorite you like. kind of show? Uh, I love sci-fi shows. Yeah. I don't know it's my favorite kind of show. I like sci-fi I love too. sitcoms as well. Mm. I love... Why can't there be a science fiction sitcom? Which is, that was sort show. of one we just watched. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Different kind of science yeah. fiction. There's all kinds of Not science fiction. Not the like alien sitcom. type. There's definitely... I mean, I watched Red Dwarf, which was a science fiction sitcom okay British well, show from we're that's i'm going to touch on that again yeah. later okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um let's talk about what we've learned from all the season all three the season three fours. episode fours that we've listened to so far so uh, this this episode uh, you why don't you lay it out lay it out lisa we're thinking about this and talking about it a little bit well, yeah so we when we first started this we were talking about how we should see where how they're all connected, how yeah. they all play together, yeah. and um, and what it means for television as a whole. I guess. Yeah. yeah. And and this is a like a very new television show, just like Absentia is, just like Mad Men was probably one of the newer ones we watched. Every other show we've watched is older, mm-hmm. um, and and this show's not a period piece like the way Mad Men was. It's not 
I guess the genre is sitcom, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And comedy. It has genre. So we've only watched two comedy shows, right? We watched... We watched, yeah, a sketch show and a sitcom. And this one, yes. Yeah. And, and we watched... We watched a period piece. A period piece in Mad Men. We watched... Uh, a, a science fiction monster of the week, sort of. A science fiction and, like, sort of a fantasy. So Supernatural and Fringe were, are both sort of the same... Yes. Same sort of thing. I would say Supernatural is just Monster of the Week. Yeah, that's yeah. Right, yeah. And then Fringe was definitely science fiction, probably one of the most complex of storylines mm -hmm. that we delved into. Yeah. And Absentia is just uh, detective, like detective crime. crime drama. Yeah. Crime drama. So yeah. this. Okay, so we hit back on. So we've done two comedies. <laughs> yeah, two comedies. In the grand scheme of things. This is this stands out. This is different from everything else we've watched, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would say writing-wise, it's like The West Wing. Oh, I forgot mm -hmm. we did West, West Wing. West Wing, which was drama. It's a real... Of its time, but not a period piece. Yeah, interesting. And yes, yeah, drama. It definitely is of its time, not a period piece. It, it could be a period piece, you know? It, like, the way it approaches its time could be period. Oh, for almost. sure. It's yeah. like hyper-realism. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe not hyper-realism, but it's realism for sure. <laughs> realism, yeah. uh, the pacing is is there. It's quick, mm -hmm. and it's dialogue-driven, and it's all about, like, characters. Mm -hmm. Each character has its own thing yeah. going on. Yeah. And they all come together at the end, yeah. right? So in that way, that's the only. those are the only two that are, like, similar, I would say. Yeah. And as far as, like, nobody dies in this. We talked about how it was insane yeah. that in every single other season three episode four we watched mm -hmm. somebody has died someone dies yes. in the episode whether it was played for laughs like in fry and laurie or yes it was uh, in every other show played for drama um either in the beginning of the episode or by the end of the episode someone dies dies yes yeah uh not necessarily murdered, right? But like right, definitely right, right. dies. Mad Men, the grandpa dies. Uh, Fringe, uh, the you oh, know lots of people lots die. Of people <laughs> die in that. And, um, Supernatural, Supernatural, the bad guys die. Yeah, and then uh, with Fry and Laurie next, somebody jumps out a window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, uh, Absentia, the lady at the uh, beginning. At the beginning, the like Who, the girl, the teenage girl dies. I think that the whole was she a teenager? I think she's a teenager. Uh, she's young. The younger. whole series, I think was building up or that whole season and yeah. the season before was building up to that character dying probably but we don't know maybe i don't know we don't know we and watched it. west wing somebody dies somebody and, dies and that's like the whole that's like at the early yeah, on in the yeah. in the in the episode and it ties in again at the not end not one of the main characters definitely not yes it's just like this person um that is uh talked about we don't even meet this person but it's it is a thing that everyone has to deal with um, is the death. Yeah, so, yeah, everyone does yeah. it. It's actually kind of integral to the plot. Yeah, so interesting. Season 3, episode 4, maybe maybe death is a thing people have to face. People have to face death in, in that episode. Uh, like, because in The Good Place here, the, nobody died because it's a comedy, but the characters all are faced with Eternal damnation. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they're, you're they're right. Faced with eternity <laughs> and it being a negative outcome, so they they basically are no better than they were before. They're they are they are now locked in and. So we have. I think we have a theory of season three, episode four. Yeah. Right in front of us. So is, they face. So all the theory is 
what that the main characters have to be presented with the uh, ram like the the real world ramifications of bad things happening or like they have to face death essentially yeah what does it mean for death. you um because this is sets up the stakes right this sets up yeah. the stakes for the rest of the season oh my gosh death and the eventuality of it yeah in every episode we've watched uh-huh. has been presented right uh-huh. it in some way it, uh, the characters in every single show have to deal with it. Yeah. And it happens in this episode, and they have to deal with it as, as like an arc for the season or like a sub-arc. Yeah. Right? But why? And then how it's dealt with is different in every episode too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're different shows, and they're doing different things. And Well, and <laughs> it's weird that it happens in a sketch show too. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It does happen in the sketch show, but I think that's, like, what we see someone dying is just them jumping out of a window. And it's kind of the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But in this, I think it's the joke, too, right? Yeah. The whole joke of, good, of the good place is that everyone's going to die, mm-hmm. and we all have to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> and in Mad Men, what happens is that the grandpa dies, and... We're gonna see how the characters yeah, deal like with we, it, but we, we didn't. We didn't we, get to we're see not that. Going we to. didn't get to see that. Um, but it set up the like they're gonna have to deal with the next episode for sure, or they're gonna not deal with it in the way that it seems like they are going to. Mad Men seems like those people just repress, yeah. push it all down. Yeah. Any emotions you're feeling, bottle it up. Bottle it up. Stick it in there. Never Deal with it, it in it the out. worst way possible. You want to let it out. Alcohol, by drugs, and sex. Just a little bit of steam come out your ears every 20 minutes. That's all. Oh. Whoa, that was really good. <laughs> that was my teapot impression. That was a really good teapot. Uh, thank you. Yeah. I've been working on it all of... Ten seconds? Really? Yeah. I was excellent. You uh, thank be, you. You could be a Foley artist. Hats off. Uh, I could not. Foley <laughs> artists, for anybody who doesn't know, are they create sound effects for television and film, yeah. right? And they, they but they be, use weird things yeah, to do it sometimes. Whatever, everything yeah. to make the sounds. I think you could be the tool of a Foley artist. <laughs> I could be. I'd be a good tool. I'd be a good celery. Yeah. <laughs> celery? Yeah, that's what they use to make the bone-breaking sound. Oh, anyway. yeah. Uh, yeah, I think season three, episode four, sets up the, um, the like, stakes for the entirety of the season. I think people mm. dying is what's, like, someone has to die in order for people to feel the pressure of what's of, of, of whatever's happening you know with the plot well i don't know seasons. i don't know if anyone in mad men is like in danger of being killed no definitely not yeah but i think there's a in danger of not living their life oh, to the fullest that's that's what it is. because they're so fucking repressed yeah. they're all bottled teapot yeah. remember yeah like, i remember that sound that was a good one so is that the is that the point right what happens in in absentia i'm trying to pick that one apart because yeah. that's like the so, the, the <laughs> so girl, weird it was so weird it has almost escaped my mind and it's been what two weeks since we watched it maybe three. Oh, i, I remember know. most of it i'm just trying to remember it. like what happened for the what was the main character's journey this is the main character's journey in, she in trying but like why how does death like relate yeah so she she sees this girl die and she promised to take care of the girl and that's what sends her um on a suicide on mission this... to rescue her we think brother yeah or husband 
Oh, or husband. Husband? It's gotta be, right? I mean... I don't know. I think it's her husband. <laughs> so I think the reason why that death was important in that episode is to was to push her it pushed her away from working with the people that she was working with all the fbi people it catapults her into this like yeah like renegade yeah she's gonna do what she needs to do she's no longer fbi she's gonna like abandon all that to serve the like to achieve her goal of saving her husband or whatever yes so like that death was necessary in order for her to like stop relying on other people or, like, mm. stop being slowed down by other people, quote-unquote. But she'll probably find out by the end of the season that she'll she... Oh, yeah, 100%. But anyway, yeah. I think the that, like, that, like, showed the stakes of, like, look, he could die. And, like, so she's like, I can't let this happen to another person. Yes. So that's what the death, why death was important there. And, like, I, it's why all, death is important in all this specific episode Season three, episode four, they have to have the stakes for the rest of the season. I don't know what's going to happen at the end. I do know that it is the last season of the show. Season four? Season three. No, there's a season four. There's a season four? Yeah, Honey Bunches of Oats, there's a season four. But like Either season four is the last or season five will be the last. No, I think it's already ended. It's already ended? Already ended. I know this. This I know. Okay. I think this episode sets up that... I don't know exactly. The, well, it's the a stakes are, are... The stakes are... In, they, the, in, in this and in Absentia, the stakes are about other people's lives, right? That's true, yeah. And in Mad Men, I, don't, I can't even... It's it's about how each individual has to start living their life yeah. for them. And because the way they're living right. it now is affecting everyone around them negatively. Right. Or going to. It's all going to explode, yeah. I think. But, but I have no idea. But they're faced in that episode of Mad Men with this character who is living for himself only. And Don Draper is like... Oh, you're right. The grandpa's like, like oh my God. That's such a <laughs> that's such a revelation to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird that we're still analyzing Mad Men so long <laughs> after having watched that episode. Because it's the most enigmatic. Uh, yeah. It's like Don Draper, I think, is the most en- enigmatic yeah. main yeah. character. I cannot remember a single, like, him speaking. I feel like he spoke twice in that show. Yeah. I feel like it was all looks, all glances. Um, when he did speak, it was always surprising. Yeah. What, what came out of his mouth, for me, was always... So surprising. Very surprising. Because I, I it wasn't it who I thought he was. Yeah. yeah. Was not who I thought he was. He was always like a better person than I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's be- probably because there was some growth in season one and two. There's probably some change that happened. Huh. And then Fringe. Fringe is weird because they're FBI agents also, right? There's yeah. that so just like Absentia, they're yeah. FBI agents. They have like procedures to follow but then they have these weird different rules that they have to explain to you the whole time because it's a science science fiction show that deals with also an alternate universe and i think that alternate universe is how they deal with i don't know with death and how they like live their lives by seeing a parallel version of what what the world and what life could be you know Mm. and when the the guy what did we call him mayor mc Mayor McSomething. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Mayor McCheese? I don't know. God, the guy with the lemonade stand guy, right? When yeah, he yeah, dies, yeah. <laughs> he's actually the robot, right? Yes. Oh my God, that's another, like, what does it mean to be alive? Ah. Because he's a robot in that, or like a, 
yeah, I guess a robot, an AI that, yeah. that ends up living his life for himself. Yeah. And and all these characters see this, right? And yeah. and the main character, Olivia, I think. Yeah. Uh, who's just the actually the alternate parallel universe of of the main character of Fringe. Yeah. I think she sees that and is like, how am I going to live my life? And then she gets it on with yeah. uh, Joshua Jackson's character. Ah. Um, that was one of the things we floated is like, does sex happen in this episode in all the shows? And, that's and it's not, only happened no, in Fringe. It's only happened in Fringe. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm disappointed with yeah. you, television. I'm disappointed with you, <laughs> Mad Men, first of all. Yeah. Sex should have happened there. Yeah, I was yeah. promised sex constantly. HBO, what, what are you doing? <laughs> HBO, it's it's AMC. <laughs> it's an AMC show. I thought yeah. it was HBO. No. Dang. Did we watch any HBO shows? I don't know. Absentia was Amazon, so that's basically like a. Oh no, HBO is like totally. There may have brand. been sex in Supernatural. I mean, it was I, definitely I a hedonist, hedonist. I don't know how you pronounce it. Yeah, yeah. World that they were setting up, right? So yeah. there was probably there was just no shown sex. Yeah. I don't think there was sex. Yeah, I don't no. Know. I don't yeah, they, they wouldn't. They know how to parse it out. They, they do it once or twice. <laughs> yeah, 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 once or twice a season. Yeah. They're building it up for for certain characters because yeah, yeah, they yeah. can only show so much. Exactly, exactly. Otherwise, it's TV MA. Ooh, Fry and Laurie. Uh, there might have been sex. I, I don't, don't know. Remember. That show is definitely an outlier and a real big challenge to, to yeah to tie into concept. everything. <laughs> I, that show. Oh God, I don't I don't know why we did that show because it really doesn't speak to. TV writing so At all. much. Yeah. So much. It, it, well, it does it in that to, it speaks to its time. It does speak in, to like, its time, West yeah. Wing is a show of its yeah. time. Yeah. That show is a show of its time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, like, in The Good Place, they use death as a joke, you know? Mm-hmm. And, mean, and it's not the end-all, be-all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, The Good Place is it's all in service of the jokes, right? You're watching the show for the jokes. I mean, you stay for character development and all that kind of stuff, but it's it's a comedy. It's made to be jokes. And it tells the story to set up as many jokes as possible. This is what I would say is a masterful comedy show. Yeah. Like we've gone so far in comedies. And I, from what I know about writing, which is very little yeah. in Hollywood, yeah. which is very little, yeah. they hire people to do punch-up jokes, right? Uh-huh. And I'm sure that that's what happened on this show. Yeah. That they they wrote an episode and then they hired people to like punch up the script with with jokes. Could be, yeah. Or or maybe they are just that good. Maybe they Not are. Not to insult you, Mike Shore, because you're hilarious. Well, he's the he's the creator, Megan Amram. Yes, and I'm not sure if this is how they do it on this show, but I. My understanding of writer's rooms is that they have a, a writer's room. Yeah. And that they have multiple writers for a show. Yeah. And they all discuss how an arc and a season is supposed to work. Yeah. And they, they assign different writers to write a single episode. Right. And then they read that episode to the writer's room. And then they work on it together. Mm-hmm. And then they get the rewrites. And they keep going like that. So so, so my thing, my question is, so we, we are watching different shows with different lengths seasons so you would think that different things should happen in this point in the season right oh yeah but we've found a lot of same things happening so even if it's a longer season you still need something to happen right here what does this mean for future episodes of our season three episode four podcast we've talked about doing like sticking to a genre and seeing what that is we've also talked about sticking to a time period um, yeah, I would love 
for this show that you and I do, we get uh, rec- uh, we get question we get recommendations from listeners to be like, hey, you should listen to this show or you should watch this yeah. show. Or you should watch this show. I would love, I would to love do that. that more than anything. Yeah, that would if be fantastic. I, please, it, to all of our listeners, ghosts mm-hmm. and uh, dogs, ghosts, dogs, ghost people. dogs. Ooh, yes. Dog all people, dogs go to heaven. Cat people. Um, anyone in between. Anyone in between. Cat dog people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to do that. I want to do like a whole season where we do cartoons. Cartoons? I want to do a mm. whole season where we do sitcoms. Yeah. I want to do a whole season. See, I yeah, I like really enjoy this pepper spray. Jump, jumping around. Not pepper spray. This <laughs> jumping around. In. Yeah, popcorn. <laughs> this popcorn like. <laughs> I really enjoy pepper spray. Uh, Who no. doesn't love a good mace in a the good face? A mace in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Sets you up for a good day. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I think I I really like jumping around and being like, let's see how we can connect these disparate things. But uh, yeah, maybe we should do like a more cohesive whole. Not to like put ourselves in a box or to put bad vibes into the universe, yeah. but I can't imagine we'll get a big fan base on the first season. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we have the best fan base that there is. Which is none. What? <laughs> no, what? <laughs> oh, we have an enormous fan base by now. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. 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 Oh, we're put- we are putting we're good putting vibes good in the universe. We're putting good vibes. I have told the people I work with about this. Yeah. Only the people I work with. Same, about it. same. The people I work with are my only friends, yeah. other than you and yeah. Leslie and Cameron and my roommates. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're, I'm they're not gonna sad share about it. with people. They're all lovely they're people. Lovely you're people. all lovely. And we love that you're listening to this. Uh, I, yeah, actually, a lot. I, I really hope that people listen to it and give mm-hmm. us feedback. Like mm-hmm. that'd be great. Mm-hmm. To hear people say, like, you're ignorant as yeah, F, and yeah. you need to stop talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would um, be good. Why am I delighted by that? <laughs> I don't know. You, you want you want to be, uh, uh, I don't know. Be challenged. You want to be challenged. You want to be led, led right. You want yeah. to appeal to the, you know, the proper listening, the audience. You yeah. want to give them what they want. It would also be nice to be able to, like, when we're recording an episode, read back on the, like, older episodes. This is so boring, probably for the listeners right now. They're probably I know, like, I don't know, yeah. Like, stop um, talking about yeah. what you're gonna do. What you're gonna just do, do it. Just do a thing. <laughs> um, yeah. So, thank you for listening to this episode, of season three, episode four. Also, there was a time jump after we watched Supernatural. Yeah. We didn't record for a whole, almost an entire other year. Almost a year. Yeah. So it was a little bit of time between episodes, but we we're back on, and we want to drop these episodes, see what people's reactions are, and then. We're going to come back. We're going to come back with maybe a different thing, maybe a similar thing. Yeah. Um, but we, we love doing this, and we really love uh, watching it. I really love watching these shows <laughs> with you, Lisa. I do, too. Talking maybe about one day it. we can do a watch-along, too. That would be so be, much fun. Because I, I, if you've ever watched TV with me, I don't mm-hmm. shut up. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, it's probably to a yeah. point where... But I, Adam doesn't talk during... I, I talk. You do? I, sometimes. Depends. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I didn't talk this episode. If we do a watch-along, you've got to talk. We'd have to talk. I would have to do stuff. Otherwise, there's going to be no content. Well, I think the problem is uh, on the first watch-through, I don't say anything because I'm just taking notes. Taking notes often of what you're saying. Oh, no. (laughs) Wait, what are your notes? Let's see Um, them. Okay, so I got the mains don't know, Um, meaning the main characters don't know who uh, uh, Janet and Michael are. And I said, mains are alive. And I said, Jeremy, bear me. Kids are in a moral pickle. Uh, 
does doing things. I started a question, didn't finish it. And I wrote, <laughs> that's not fair, dash pecs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Australia. Um, and then peeps, spam, M&Ms, and beans is what I wrote. And I oh, said, God, that's right. He put M&Ms in the chili, too. Yeah. Then I wrote, good, doing a good thing is good for you. Mm-hmm. And then acting for your benefit, and I didn't finish that one either. And then I wrote Lens Crafters, which was there. Oh, was that a was a great joke. Michael is the demon, says to Janet. Well, since we're here, I know it seems kind of touristy, but I would really love to go to a Lens Crafters. <laughs> it was very funny. So very I guess funny. somehow in this world <laughs> yeah. of, of demons and yeah. hell yeah. and heaven, yeah. that when a Someone from the afterlife comes yeah. to Earth. They go to lens crafters. Lens crafters I guess it. They're all about aesthetic. They're all about aesthetic. <laughs> Are they really? Yeah, absolutely. I, there's like one joke in the first season where there's like uh, frozen yogurt places on the edge of every block, Ooh. and that's what it's. Yogurt. It's good, but they the joke is that like frozen yogurt is just not as good as ice cream, and the fact that there's one on every <laughs> block is just and there are no ice cream places. It's just like. Just yeah. making it a when little bit worse. When you want ice cream and yeah. all you have is frozen yogurt, yeah, how yeah. annoying! Yeah. So the the <laughs> the joke of the good place, yeah. quote unquote, is that all of the torture is just annoying. Yeah, yeah. It's how annoying! It's a it's like a Seinfeld episode mm-hmm. <laughs> where all the oh my god, it's it's Seinfeld. <laughs> it's sort of like Seinfeld. It's the 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 idea that Michael has is to start a hell um, for people by essentially following the, the idea of Seinfeld and no exit. Wait, is that is that the, like canon? Is that canon? No, 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 not, oh, not canon. Okay, I'm just okay. kind of like sort of like pulling it together. He's making a space where people torture themselves and okay. torture each other. This is new information for yeah, me. Michael created the world? Uh, Michael created the good place in the first season. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do are there multiple demons like oh, Michael? Okay, you didn't watch the show. Oh my god! No, this is um, a huge plot. Yeah, Boy, so that was this... Lens Crafter was my last um, note oh, on man. the thing. Yeah. I I tell you, when every time Eleanor spoke, I was like, I have never felt so seen. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. my life. Yeah, yeah. I related so much to her. I'm sure everyone does mm-hmm. because she's that's the, the marker of a great main character. Yeah, she is definitely the main character for sure. Um, I mean, they're all mains. Um, sure. But it like, seems she's, like it's a good ensemble. Yeah, she's sort of like the, the core, the heart, essentially. Because everyone else gets too distracted by whatever they're doing, and she's the one who like brings everyone back together at the end of every episode with like a rousing speech or whatever. Yeah, she's the leader. Yeah, she's the yeah. leader. She's the leader. Which of is interesting. Yeah. For someone who just like tries so hard not to care. Mm-hmm. I'm so invested. (laughs) I'm so invested. This is just like when we watched West Wing. I did say I was going to start watching West Wing. Spoiler alert. I haven't watched a single episode. Not yet. I've been watching a lot of The Legend of Korra. But we don't have to get into that. No, we don't. Um, Thanks for listening. Thank you, yeah. Um, I'm Adam. I'm Lisa. And this is season three, episode Episode four. four. Thank you. What's the episode? What is the episode? Season episode four. Thanks again for listening to another episode. 
You can find me at DamonHD and Lisa at L-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-S-S-A on Instagram. You can find the podcast at Season 3, Episode 4. Words are words, the numbers are numbers. Uh, we have a Twitter now at uh, S3 underscore E4. And this super cool song is by Jacob Bernstein. Uh, it is so rad. Makes me smile a bunch, and I'm super grateful to uh, him for making this <laughs> awesome theme song. So thank you again. We'll hear from you soon. Episode 